I'm Jake. I'm John. What were we talking about? Oh, we don't remember. Something. Spirit Grimes there. Speaking of Grimes, we messed up on that date. (laughs) Whoa, we totally fucked up that date. It it comes out the 23rd. Yeah. This episode is the premiere episode. We said like the 7th or something. I think we said like this upcoming Sunday. Yeah, no. Nope. So sorry. It's not coming out this weekend. If you guys were listening to us for news, apparently, that's... That's a bad idea. Should we even do news? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what's the point of this anymore? Um, so anyways, apologies. Apologies for that, for that, that boo-boo we made. Hey, um, boo-boo. Hey, boo-boo. Get some picnic biscuits. So we also, uh, we went, we went uh, camping uh, this past weekend. We did. You should just post it. We're, he's going to say we shouldn't post the the audio. We're not going to post it. We should just post it. It's going to be shitty. We'll just tell you upfront. It's it's shitty quality because we didn't test it and we just hit record. But here's the thing. You can barely hear the audio at all. as loud as you can. The, well, oh my god, I can't do that. I'm just saying, like, just clear it up as best you can and Here's then the tell thing. them to Here's what I'm going to do. I'll toy with it and see if I can get the audio boosted without it uh, sounding just terrible. As long as it's audible. If I can get it audible. We'll just put a, we'll just put a little warning up front saying, this audio quality sucks. <laughs> um, because basically what we did is, uh, I have, I've had a microphone for like the past like two years and it never worked. Whenever me and John first, very first, were going to do a podcast, like it was going to be called. Um, I'm sucking your dick. No, that was that was oh, just, that's just a hobby. That was okay. That was the other thing we were talking about doing. Um, but no, it was called uh, Yeah, we're geeks or something like yeah. that. To that yeah, effect. we're geeks. Or we're we nerds. did like an episode and put it on YouTube uh, because yeah, that's where you put podcasts. <laughs> that was a smart decision <laughs> on our part. Um, but in any case, we, we put just, it on Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> intervals, um, oh, but we tried using the 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 microphone and tried plug it into the laptop. Still didn't work quite right, uh, so I just kind of gave up on it. And I got this recorder we have. Well, the other day I decided to plug in the microphone into the recorder to see what was going on, uh, and it seemed to work pretty okay. Uh, and then we I wasn't hung, there. He wasn't there to hear, but the audio was pretty solid. Obviously. Uh, uh, clearly. Clearly. So we uh, we were all in the tent, and uh, we hung up the uh, microphone, had it uh, hanging there, and started just bullshitting and talking. Yeah. And then I played but, just... You know, thinking back, it was kind of a boring episode. Like, we talked about some fun stuff, but it, it really was... It was going to be pretty We were boring. all so tired. Yeah, we were wore the fuck out. Because, one, uh, Joseph had gone... Joseph was going to be in the episode, too. He... Uh, he had gone a total of, at that point, I think almost, I think like 40 hours is where he was at of yeah. no sleep. I had slept two hours the night before, and that was about it. I John slept like had, five, yeah, John had slept five, four hours, something like that. So all of us were huge hunks of shit. Yeah. Um, and then we were active all day. And yeah, we were active all day. We were playing with the bow staff. We were um, fishing, fishing uh, throwing knives, uh that was pretty much actually all we were doing. Building tents. Building tents. It was a really intense Cooking. episode. Uh, it was a really intense episode. That's actually what I was going to call it. It was going to be the intense edition. Um, uh, this is funny shit. But in any case, that episode might not see the light today. We'll see how it goes. Well, it's audio, so it shouldn't see anything. Well, <laughs> God, John, you're so fucking clever. Oh, I know. We're pretty tired tonight, too, so 
This episode could be very interesting. Yeah, we're not as tired as we were the other night, but we're we're fairly tired. Um, uh, But in any case, uh, we're going to go ahead and jump right into it. We got a question on our our Facebook, which I'm not going to answer yet. It ties into what we're talking about, but it's soon. So yeah, so um, we'll get to that, and we'll we'll, we'll mention who yeah. the question's from, and then we'll uh, yeah. go from there. Um, but Can we just bust through the news real quick. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, so jumping into Marvel TV news, the Punisher's got some news coming out too. They started filming the the first season, uh, so a lot of behind the scenes footage and people taking their little snapshots and what's not. Uh, but it looks like John Bernthal is going to be joined by Deborah Ann Wall, who will be reprising her role as Karen Page from Daredevil. Oh, my goodness. I, you know what? Honestly, I think these shows tend to, they seem to weave the characters in just as well, if not better, than the actual movies do. Oh, I think so. Because, um, I mean, well, the Marvel movies, it's hard to get those big name actors to be like, hey, you guys are going to be sharing screen time. Because then it's like, well... Mm. I don't want to. Not that we don't like each other. It's just I want more money. Uh, uh, Also joining the cast is going to be uh, Eben Moss Bachrock from from Girls. Bachrock. Yeah. Uh, He's Klingon. Um, He will be playing the Punisher sidekick Micro. What a pull. (laughs) (laughs) He's Klingon. His name is (laughs) Bachrock. Didn't even go like Russian or it's like I went Klingon. Klingon. I'm not even a Trekkie. I, I mean, I like Trek, but damn. <laughs> damn. Damn. Uh, ben Barnes, who also, he was previously reported he was going to be playing uh, uh, Bobby Saint, which was a character created specifically for the 2003 movie uh, with uh, John Travolta. He played John Travolta's son in the movie. Uh, he was too soon, man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but he was uh, he was created. Spe- Shut up, John. He was created. So mean. He was created specifically for that movie. Uh, so people were like, "Why the fuck would you put a character made for that movie that people don't want to remember yeah. and put it in the show?" Uh, apparently, he's actually going to be playing Billy Russo, who will later go on to be uh, Jigsaw. Jigsaw. Who we last saw. Do you want to play a game? No, not that one. Oh, different Jigsaw. Um, um, uh, he was actually last seen in Punisher Warzone. Okay, yeah. Uh, which you know what? I don't care what people say. I dig that movie. Yeah. I will say that maybe I uh, maybe Ray Stevens wasn't uh, look wise. He looks he's a solid looking uh, Frank Castle. But performance wise, he was still pretty new to acting anyway. So he didn't do super good. But he didn't do super bad. Ah, uh-huh. that's a good movie. Yeah, that's mm. alright. <laughs> it's super okay. Iron Fist it has the biggest news of all. John they released a debut. What? What? That's not at all what. No. Date. They, <laughs> I don't, I they released the debut. I meant to say date. I didn't say date, did I? My brain's on it. Uh, anyways, Iron Fist will debut on Netflix on March 17th, 2017. Um and I will That's be exciting. fucking binging on that one. I'm more yeah. excited for that one than I am for. Dude, Luke I've Cage. been excited for Iron Fist the day they announced it. But you need to get caught up. Eh, it's okay. 
Yeah, I'm telling you, you're gonna need to get caught I up. Know, I know. No, I. Uh, but like seriously, when they announced all these like Marvel TV shows, they were like, "Yeah, we're doing Daredevil." I was like, "Oh, quit. awesome, Daredevil." They did well. I was like, "Okay, now we're gonna release uh, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist." I was like, "Iron Fist, what? what I will also, do it." I like uh, punch was, the dragon in the heart. It was pretty cool that initial lineup that they gave, which was you know Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Iron Fist, and Luke Cage. Um, like that was cool. But then all of a sudden, it was like the popularity from. Daredevil season two of Punisher, they're like, well, eh, fuck it, he's getting a show too. Yeah. So and, he's thrown into it. And then Jessica Jones and Luke Cage got popular. He's like, fuck it, look, release him next. Yep. So Iron Fist got kind of pushed back, which is fine. It's not a big deal. I, I'm, I am uh, oddly excited for that character. I've never been huge into the character. Which honestly, it, it makes more sense to release Luke Cage first because um, him and Iron Fist have a weird relationship. I think it's better if you know his side. Yeah first just because like if you were just to throw like because Iron Fist and Jessica Jones don't really do a whole lot together like they're in the same universe and they work together sometimes but it's like her and Luke Cage obviously have a relationship not so much Iron Fist yeah so like those two have a relationship and then these two have a relationship so it always makes way more sense to do Jessica Jones Luke Cage Iron Fist because you'll see Luke Cage in both of those shows you probably won't see the two of them Mix too much other than if all three of them are working together, which is supposed to be. Isn't it? Are they still doing the defenders? They're still doing the defenders. Cool. So that's still a fucking that's still a thing they're doing, dude. I can't wait. It's like they're Avengers um, of TV. They're doing, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty excited for that. But the I remember the original idea that they had was to do Power Man and Iron Fist that'd be as cool. a show, yeah. Mar- and that was going to be the show, it wasn't going to be Luke Cage and Iron Fist, it was it going be- to be Power Man and Iron Fist as one show, that'd be fun. Uh, but then and they, they opted. They, yeah. I, I I'm glad they aren't though. Yeah. I I'd rather introduce the characters first. I mean, they could just have both of them switch. And shows. They could do a joint season. Yeah, or they could just show up in each other's seasons all the time. Which, yeah, whatever. Um, I'm just excited for the defenders, or as I'm gonna start calling it, is, is uh, Marvel, Marvel Netflix's Avengers. <laughs> Marvel Netflix's Marvel Knights is what that what this should be because nope. it's the darker. You're the darker. Oh, all right. You're black. I'm getting loopy. I'm sorry. So, jumping into what our question was. Uh, yeah, James. James. Oh, oh James. James. He asked us uh, what our opinion of... Uh, Hi, Mark. Right our, our ideas on the new Wolverine movie poster was. So, um, we're going to talk about that. Because they just released the new poster with the new title and a release date. Yeah. Uh, and after that, some story details came out. A lot of things are coming out. We're going to get our first fucking trailer soon. I guarantee it. So let's start. Uh, the new poster, new title and release date, March 3rd, 2017. Yes, sir. Uh, it looks like the new poster does have a, uh, Logan's hand. It, the movie's called Logan, by the way. It's not called Wolverine 3. Logan. Logan. Which it's is Roadhouse. Roadhouse. <laughs> Him and Patrick Swayze together. Aww. <laughs> It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> so it's called Logan, which I think clearly takes after the old man Logan yeah. story, which this is going to have bits from, it seems. I think it's going to be a mix between that, obviously, X-23, and then um, maybe a little bit from, from Death of Wolverine. It doesn't have to be a, the big parts of it, but I think the pulse of story arcs. I think it. he's going to die at the end of this. Yeah. Uh, we'll get into the story details first, actually. Uh, uh, hit us up, John. Uh, the details we have will be, it'll be the darkest entry yet. Uh, it seems that Logan is sick. He's an alcoholic. His powers are beginning to kind of fade. They're not 
working at all or as well as they were um, back in the day. Uh, the poster uh, shows a girl who is described as a young mutant who has two claws, which we can assume is X-23. X-23. So hopefully, hopefully that'll kind of be there. Uh, it takes place in 2024. Mutant births have plummeted in a new government-type operation called Transigen? Transigen? Transigen. Yeah, Transigen. Uh, it's said to be tr- uh, turning young mutants into killing machines. Uh, also, they've said that Professor X is not in the best of health. His powers have started to uh, grow increasingly unstable. He doesn't, at times, doesn't remember who, who Logan even is. Uh, also, we can say that he's probably reached way past maximum life. <laughs> yeah, he's probably extended past what Which, normal... Probably because he's a mutant. Yeah, a normal capacity of a human. Yeah. Um, seems that Logan's going to get help from Caliban. Uh, who's going to supposedly going to be played by Stephen Merchant, which I'm excited for because I love Stephen Merchant. Yeah. Uh, which is interesting because he was in Apocalypse. Yes. Uh, briefly. So that'll Let's be interesting see. to see if, what they're going to do with that. Because, I mean, he, he honestly, Stephen Merchant just looks like a taller, taller, older version of that guy. So it's cool. So they could be uh, the same guy. Really, yeah. Uh, Caliban, for those who don't know, has the ability to psionically sense presence of other mutants within 25-mile radius of him. And I'm sure that's... Uh, adjustable yeah <laughs> uh, he also like he also uh, can increase other people's powers mm-hmm. he has an ability to do something like that with other people's abilities which is interesting uh, he has a fight or flight response which gives him uh, extra powers when he's stressed and gives him superhuman strength and fear absorption which is cool yeah that's a fear absorption is always a neat neat power just because it's like Hey, be scared of me. Okay, now I'm stronger. Because it's also like uh, he can manifest that absorption yeah. into something else, whether it's just like he, you know, radiates it out, or, you know, he can create something with it to strike more fear into people and absorb more power. Yeah. Um, but that's an interesting character, and it's interesting that he's, that Logan's going to get help I wonder if him. they're actually going to introduce the Morlocks, then, with his people. Possibly. Um, it'd be interesting to at least talk about them, just we haven't really talked about them in any of the movies yet. Um, but, I mean, either way, we'll at least get Wolverine and Caliban together. Which oh, yeah. Fun. And I think, uh, uh, but, yeah, it's, it seems that X-23 is going to be the little girl, or, like, the child, at least. Uh, now they could always, I mean, they could kind of not update it, but change it a little bit, because I always fear they're going to do that. If they don't want to pull the trigger with a, a young girl, being the next Wolverine, if they're afraid to do that, maybe they'll switch it and make it Dakin. But could be a young boy. Yeah, it could be because I mean, all, all we know is just, it is a child. You could just have if it is a girl, you could just name the girl Dakin. What's it going to matter? Well, I'm saying, it, well, I'm saying, I'm saying, if the studio is afraid to make a girl the next Wolverine, not like yeah, you know, I mean, like uh, so if they're like, ah, well, maybe we don't want to have a female be the hero. But I don't think if Marvel has any say in it at all, uh, yeah. they're gonna they're gonna because they've had this whole initiative of switching it over a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so Poor, I see. I, I, <laughs> oh my god, that'd be awesome. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be so fucking sweet. Um, I would get Breslin too. Like both of them are really good. Yeah. I don't know how she would do as a superhero because like she's really only done. She's very quiet. Passive, yeah. Which. She's a fine actress, absolutely. But Chloe Moretz, everything would be the cooler okay. choice. Uh, there's also some cool uh, details in the poster itself, which is of uh, you can see a couple cuts on Logan's arm, 
that I haven't healed clearly. Yeah. Um, so, so it's kind of signaling that he's, his powers are fading. Which is, and even around you can see where his uh, claws come out. They're red and they're worn out looking. So I think that's, uh, it's going to be an interesting movie. I, I can't wait. I, I'm really stoked to see the trailer. Yeah, I'm excited to see what they do. And that trailer comes out soon. Right? It should be coming out soon. I'm not sure. They haven't given a date exactly. But with all this, it looks like all this uh, information dump they, they're doing with it. The trailer can't be far away. I was wonder if it'll be at New, New York, York Comic Con. Yeah, because there's a couple other trailers that are getting ready to drop at New York Comic Con. Uh, specifically, have been announced, so yeah. this might be a surprise one, <laughs> or maybe not a surprise. But. Maybe not. Uh, Spider Man Homecoming. Not really any. Well, this isn't really news. It was kind of an interesting tidbit that I saw. Yeah, it's just kind of something interesting to talk about. Um, uh, Daniel Radcliffe feels that he would have been a good uh, Spider Man, but says that uh, the boat has sailed and that he's uh, not sure he would sign up for something that was another seven or eight films or ten years. Um, but would Wait, be he did a, he did a franchise like that already? I think so. It was oh. as a smaller one. It didn't do too well. Uh, we're making a joke because he played Harry Potter. Uh, but would be good to do a shorter franchise. Um, I don't think he's wrong. I think he would do a good as a, he would have done good as a uh, Spider Man as Peter Parker. Uh, he's, he's dorky enough and not like too good looking. Somebody, like, I think he is like I think he's not a like a bad looking guy. No, but but he's kind of dorky. He could pull off the so. the nerdy side of it. Oh yeah, and this is something I pointed out. I was reading some comments not, on it. Like he's not buff, but he's not tiny. Like he's got. Pretty good muscle masses on him, it looks like. Yeah, he's, uh, he actually he seems like he's built pretty similar to uh, Tom Holland. Yeah. Uh, but he, uh, I read some comments in that article, and they said, uh, somebody said that he would have been better suited to play uh, Peter Parker in The Amazing Spider-Man than Andrew Garfield. I think he's, they're not wrong, because Andrew Garfield was one, I'm, I hate saying it, so it, it's kind of mean to Daniel Radcliffe and kind of a weird thing to say anyways, but like Andrew Garfield is too handsome for that role. Yeah. And it's, it's not as he's handsome. I'm not saying it's weird to say he's handsome because that's fine. He's a handsome dude. But for the role of Peter Parker, like, he should have been dorkier. And he wasn't. He was kind of nerdy. He was nerdy, but it so was it like. So it was like the other side. I know it's like people say it's the same thing, but it's the other side of the spectrum. Like, he was. Like, it's he cool wasn't to be nerdy. looking. He was just. He was a nerd. Yeah. And it was he cool didn't really to be, look like a nerd. It's cool to be a nerd, though. Yeah. It's cool to be a nerd. So. I guess I don't know. In any case, yeah, Daniel Radcliffe, he would have been. I think he would have been cool. And it, I would like to see him play any character. There's a lot of villains he could play. Uh, other characters he could play in the Marvel Cinematic Universe that would require him to sign a large deal. Um, I, I don't think. I think it won't be long. We'll see him in one of those franchises, It'd be cool to whether see him or something. And I, whether it's he's DC. like a one shot, like just have him in one movie as a character, and then he dies off or. Yeah, have him. I, I mean, even if it's in Marvel or in DC, either way, yeah. I think it'd be cool to see him in one or the other. Yeah, um, you can let him choose. Yeah, we'll let him choose. Uh, according to schmoesno.com, a big character central to the Spider-Man lore will make a surprise appearance in the movie. Uh, they're not sure what character it is, but the rumor is it will be J. Jonah Jameson. Uh, last we heard from J. about the casting of J. Jonah Jameson. Their idea, the Marvel's idea, was to cast um, Hugh Laurie. Which, I'd be okay with that. I, as soon as I read that, I was like, I don't know why I never thought of that anyway. It's perfect, yeah, because he can be real grumpy. Grumpy. We saw House. Yeah. He, uh, and that's, yeah, maybe it's typecasting, but he's, he'd be fucking perfect. But for at it. the same time, like, JJJ is real corny. Yeah. And like, I think he, he can pull that off. Because anyone who's seen a bit of Fry and Laura. I was going to say, a bit of Fry and Laura, he can, he can pull that off. Campy and he gets real serious. Like, he's, he can pull all that off. I think he's such a good actor. I, I, I don't know how that role never came to my mind. How that actor never yeah. came to my mind is that for that role. 
I guess I'm still stuck on J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson. I know, it's because it's perfect. He is perfect in that role. Yeah. I'm upset. Caveman Johnson. Like, there was still a rumor whenever they're doing Amazing Spider-Man, they're going to do Amazing Spider-Man 3. They're going to bring J.K. Simmons back. As I'm like, that would have been awesome. And I don't think not one fan would have been like, no, 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 no you can't do that. It was a do-. We were like, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's who he is. Well, he's already a character, so. He's already, that just makes sense. Like, he's perfect. Like, if you could take a side-by-side for the comic book, and it's, it's like, it's perfect. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, There's a little bit of Avengers news. John Boat. Yeah, uh, Chris Pratt's Star-Lord will have a sizable role and be a major player in the movie, uh, according to schmoesno.com. Uh, I think that's interesting to hear. Yeah, um, it makes sense to me. Like because he was kind of the breakout here recently too. That and and considering Infinity War is going to center around Thanos and the yeah, ga- the, the, the galaxy universe. universe. Like it's but then again, but wouldn't I mean the Guardians would be sizable? Why would why is why is Star Lord centered on that? I feel like since he's the Terran, he's going to go to Earth and. Because the other ones, I guess it will also be there. Could also be like a, kind of like a subplot of him trying to decide whether or not he wants to stay could be. on Terra. Yeah, my my thing about it is is like Chris Pratt coming over there since he's human. Fine, you bring all the other aliens. I know there's already been aliens there and like Thor, but he looks human. He's humanoid. You bring a raccoon. Like it's but, gonna look a little weird. Yeah, but they are gonna bring all the guardians. Well, yeah, eventually. But I was saying like no for Infinity War. Like it's, I yeah, I know. Like, I'm saying eventually in the movie, yes. But oh. it would make sense to me to have Chris Pratt go and like, as a like liaison, talk to the Avengers, like, "Hey, I've got a team. We can help." Instead of bringing all of them in, so, Here, I, so like I, he'll be the main focus on that like d- diplomatic. Here's style. okay. This is kind of where I think it'll go with Infinity War. I think it'll open with it'll either. I, I think the end of Guardians of the Galaxy two is going to be Thanos will be there and the Guardians will catch wind of it and they're going to realize okay well we got to get to him so the opening of infinity war will probably be them chasing thanos and they see thanos uh whether he already has the infinity gauntlet uh and they see what he's doing and he's making his way towards earth so they cut him off and they head to earth first to try to figure out what's going on because they won't they wouldn't know the avengers exist it's true you know so they, they're in their own thing they have no idea the avengers exist so they would have to go there to try to cut Thanos off and try to stop him himself, and that's I think when the Avengers get involved. Yeah, but I think well, I think they're gonna run into Thor. I don't care. I, I think one way or the other, either Thor and Hulk make an appearance in Guardians, Guardians two rather, or the Guardians making an appearance in uh, Ragnarok. Seems more likely that Thor and Hulk will make an appearance in Guardians. I 2. think. It, that would make more sense because you you do have to bridge those because they feel like two separate franchises. You know they don't feel like they're part of the same universe except for Thanos connected them. Yeah. Uh, so it, you have to find some way to bridge them together to make it uh, not so jarring. Whenever it's like, okay, Guardians are now in the Avengers. You know, so uh, we got to figure a way to do that. Exactly. So. Jumping over to DC TV. Was that, was that her new theme song? That was the new theme song for DC TV. I don't, I don't think it. DC TV. I don't think I like it. DC TV. That's even worse. I mean, huh? That's that's just one syllable. <laughs> like a laugh. 
It's not even a catchphrase. <laughs> Mr. Cellophane. <laughs> He'd be like CW. He'd be like the, the whole... Uh, def- defy your world. Defy your... <laughs> Dare to live in ours. <laughs> Why did you... It's so Batman-y. I know. Well, that's how it sounds to me when they do it. It's like... Defy. Defy your world. Dare to live in ours. I'm okay, like, God. Don't be so fucking threatening. The, the dark announcer night. Damn. Uh, Legends of Tomorrow. According to Lance Henriksen, who will be playing the older version of Obsidian, uh, Legends of Tomorrow will acknowledge that Obsidian is the son of Green Lantern Alan Scott. Boo. I mean, yay. Sorry, that name hurts me. Alan Scott? Yeah. Why? Fuck him. I don't like him. Why? Because he's stupid. He's a stupid character. I like I love, that he's still a part of the universe, it's though. It's fine. Like, I, I, it's so interesting I, I appreciate him as a character. <laughs> you do not. I do. Up. I just hate... I hate his weakness. <laughs> it's so stupid. So I know. Like, it's it's a weakness. Like, it's not even like his powers don't work on, like, the Doctor. Like, his sonic screwdriver doesn't work on wood. Fine. It's sonic. It's sound. It makes sense. Like he has a he has an ability with a ring to use his will to create things, and he's weak to wood. But wait, did that version have the will ring? The the I don't remember. I don't think it did. But still, I think the current version does. Yeah, I don't remember what he, what he had. But um, I didn't really like. It. I remember I used to have a a beef with comicbookmovie.com, and I stopped writing for him for a long time because of it. Then they announced in the New 52 that Alan Scott was gay. Uh, their article was, uh, headline said something like, Alan Scott's uh, uh, greatest weakness is now his favorite thing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And I was like, you guys are so fucking tasteless. Yeah, that's just... I was like, that's ridiculous. It wasn't like it was written by, one, it was like advertised on their site, like in their main thing. I was like, you guys are fucking idiots. And I almost got pissed off the other day because of the whole thing where Wonder Woman's uh, bisexual. Yeah. They put, apparently Wonder Woman's queer now. Like, you have to word it like that. Yeah, that's awful. What I mean, a, it makes sense. It does. He talks about it on the camping trip. It makes sense. She's on a she's on an island. Like they live on an island where oh, there's no men. It's women. <laughs> so That's all it is. To me, like it's not even about being <clears throat> bisexual. I feel like it's almost it's like well genetically manufactured to where like yeah. well the only people we have around are women. So it's just they find them sexually attractive. That's just the way it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just I just reminded me of that how fucking shitty that sometimes I was. I'm like, God yeah. damn. Um, all right, so the Flash. I mean, there's not gonna be a whole lot of Flash news anymore. I realized this as as I was going through all the new stuff, because a lot of it is more towards like here's the promo for episode three. Here's the epi- promo. Yeah, for, now the show started. Now the show started. So now it's gonna be more kind of like rumors so, and stuff like that. Yeah. So let's look at the the fan theory and whatever else we're going to talk about here in a second and then we'll talk about the, the season premiere the premiere episode yeah um okay so uh, many fans theorize that uh, Tom Cavanaugh will be playing the original Harrison Wells due to very subduing reverse flash before he has a chance to kill him and take his identity uh but Cavanaugh revealed to Entertainment Weekly uh and quoted as saying I played the original Wells on the uh, beach with Tess this guy won't be that guy if the show has strengths, I would argue that we're not repeating ourselves generally. And specifically, I'm uh, trying not to repeat myself. I, I think that's cool. I, I'm, I'm 
totally fucking down with that. Yeah, that'd be cool. I've got no problem because I like because I was worried whenever they did they had where he was reverse flash initially, and then they brought in Earth Two Wells. So I was like, I was like, okay, so it's just gonna be the same dude. You could tell night and day two completely different characters. Yeah, and I thought that was the cool. Personality was completely different. And I, I mean that's all. That's honestly that's due to I, I honestly believe Tom Cavanaugh on how good he is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was. It's, so I have absolute faith. I can't wait till he shows up in the yeah, show. Yeah, that'd be awesome. All right. So how are we gonna do the spoiler things? I don't want to ruin it for people that haven't watched. It. Um, it's been almost a week, but it's been almost a week. So <laughs> we're gonna say. Uh, I mean, I guess technically we could just like make a snippet of. Fast forward to this time. Yeah. And then just do that. Yeah. Or just, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? But for right now, we're going to go ahead. I'll just say spoiler alert. Uh, Just in case. We're going to try to keep a spoiler. No, we're not. Fuck it. Uh, It's spoiler alert. This show's a... Yeah. To me, if you're listening to this, you probably already watched the show. Generally. If you haven't caught up on it, then sorry. Sorry. But there's a spoiler alert from this point. Probably really until the, until the episode's done. Uh, we're going to be talking about the season three premiere of The Flash called Flashpoint. Starting five, four, three, two, now. one. Now. 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 Now? Now? Now. Now. Flashpoint. Flashpoint. Uh, what did you think? What were your initial thoughts on it? Okay. So overall, I thought the episode was really well done. It's It's kind of lulls you into, oh, Barry's going to be happy now and it's over like i thought it was gonna go over like two episodes i thought it too. and it's like no it's done like okay but i mean there's a twist obviously but um i like what they did with it i like barry's so dumb though like, yeah he's just like i'm the flash it's like, <laughs> it's like you need their help to find but this is like i'll grab caitlin not thinking that she's probably not who she was yeah so yeah. now you're just pulling some random girl here that has no idea who but i did like is. that they they brought that up like did you just kidnap her and he's like no well yeah i yeah. Love, love this like was i just kidnapped and wally's just like unclear exactly. <laughs> um uh, i will say one thing that kind of bothers me through the episode and it's not a bad thing it's a good thing it's a good it's a good thing that bothers me because it means I'm connected to the characters. So throughout the entire episode, I get antsy because it's like if he just wouldn't have gone, yeah, everything would be fine. And then you get to the end of the episode and the stuff that happens with, with the whole iris at the end and stuff was just like because mm, I thought it was weird that she wasn't on the doorstep. Like well, when she wasn't inside, I was like, well, she would have been outside still. Mm. She wasn't. So. But like it's like to me like what happened? Of course she wouldn't have been. She left. She went inside before after before he ran. Yeah, but off. I didn't know when he was back. Oh well, yeah. I just assumed he went back to yeah. right after he ran off. And that's my thing too. Is like he ran off after they got back. What did he not do? You know what I mean? After he killed his mom, like he went straight back. So. Did he not? And obviously, it's, they're saying like Harrison Wells will be back, so he didn't take over Harrison Wells' body. Uh-huh. Okay, fine. So Flash trained his ability some other way. He didn't do it through through um, Wells. The particle accelerator. Yeah. Like, what did? I mean, he clearly still has his powers. Yeah, I'm just wondering what Reverse Flash this time has done. To make things different from how they were. Yeah. Like, obviously, Iris has an issue with her dad. Mm. Don't know what that is. Just My yet. assumption is uh, some people think 
uh, she has a drug problem, which it actually looks like Cisco is the one that might have some sort of a drug problem or uh, some sort of an issue where he needs help. Yeah. Um, but my assumption is that she, the point whenever um, she finds out her father lied about her mother, mm. that severed that tie. That tie with them. Interesting. I want to know how Caitlin's going to have the, the Emma Frost. Not Emma Frost. The, uh, wow. Uh, what's her name? Killer uh, Frost. Killer Frost. I want to know how she gets those powers. Like, That's what I'm curious about. I mean, I assume she was a, still affected by the particle accelerator. I assume so. I wonder if, I mean, I'm sure Robbie's dead. So Yeah, Robbie's probably dead, yeah. What's his, what's his name in the show? I forget. Is it Robbie? No. Huh. What is it? It is Robbie. Is, is it, it Robbie? It is, isn't it? Robbie Raymond? Yeah. Ra- yeah. It's God, this is so fucking confusing. Um, I said, anyways, so I don't know, like, if he's still alive or if it was different or what happened. Like, we haven't learned much yet, but we know that something's not the same. And that's the point. I think with, and I have yet to read the actual full uh, comic book Flashpoint or that I have the, you know, the Flashpoint series, but um, it seems... Uh, that a lot of things aren't necessarily explained. All it is that when I basically the lesson is when you fuck with time, some things are uh, irreparable. 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 Thank you. Um, Which is true. Uh, so I think that's just kind of what it's gonna be. I don't think they're gonna go too deep into like, well, why? I feel like they'll just pull them back to where they were. Like Barry will have them all together and working together soon anyways yeah and then essentially it'll just but be, then the issues they'll that, have different abilities and i think the issues will pop up eventually of like uh you know oh why is this character back and uh well what why is that one still alive because i mean in episode six they're bringing back um leonard snark captain snark, cold yeah. so i mean um, that i think that's a big part of it too is that we're going to find out okay something he did something that happened during the flashpoint is brought him back yeah so I think it's going to be interesting because I think he's also going to be in Legends of Tomorrow again. Yeah. Well, he's going to be on all the shows. He's, well, he, yeah, he signed on for all the shows, but I think he's going to be in Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, probably. Do you have any other things you want to talk about for Flash? No, I think we're pretty much covered. I, I just think it was a really well done episode. Um, properly emotional. Yeah. I thought, I, you know, I thought actually it was one of the best parts of it was at, at the end whenever we'll have the part whenever I have a reverse house, like before long you're going to be begging me to kill your mother which is like and, and I, was, I, was, I was like fuck that's what a piece of shit he is and then it got to the point and he's like he's like I need you to go back and time with me he's like well yeah but what you want what do you want me to do he's like you know what I want you to do and he's like no but I want to hear yeah yeah but I want to hear you say uh, it I love that I, line. And, I, and I was like fuck it's so dark and so like it's so sinister yeah that he's, he's like I want to hear you say that you want me to kill your mother <laughs> and it's like it's like fuck it's just so intense it's just so yeah, Oof, it was good. Such a cliche line. But it is. Line. It is such a cliche line. Like, because I like look straight at you. And I just yeah, because it. it's like you know what's coming up. It's like I want to hear you say it. But it was good, and I thought the guy. I, I was glad that they brought him back yeah. as a reverse Flash, and I, I enjoy oh. him. I enjoy him every time he's on the show. But I thought this time in particular, he did really. It felt like he got more of a chance to shine. He was in a room the entire time. Huh? He was locked up in a room the entire. He time. He was locked up in a room the entire time. He still got to do more than he ever did before. That's true. Um, but yeah, it, it's absolutely, it was a fantastic episode. Yeah. Um, speaking of season premieres, Arrow had a season premiere. It's funny. I was going to segue with dead people coming back to life. 
Oh, yeah. Just good than that. So because that. it does look like Katie Cassie will return as Laurel Lance by the midseason premiere. Yeah, it looks like she will be alive and well. Uh, probably brought on by the Flashpoint somehow. Something else, something that happened is going to make it to where she didn't... Curse. Where she didn't actually die, so she's going to be back in the show by the midseason premiere, or she's going to re-debut in the midseason premiere. But something's going to happen where she will be back alive and well. Um, and the season premiere actually didn't do super good in ratings. It actually dropped almost 36% in total viewers. Uh, compared to the season four premiere, which to be fair, season four kind of drug everybody down. Yeah, so it was like enough that the whole Reddit thread for Arrow turned into a Daredevil thread. Jesus. So that's a, that's bad and not bad like Daredevil's bad, but like that's bad enough that it was like like you know what? Fuck this vigilante. Let's talk about this vigilante now. Yeah. Um. So I think um, I think well, the hopefully fact- this season will bring it back, especially uh, with a new team. The new team, and honestly, this is we just got done watching the season premiere. Um, one, it felt like the fight fighting was more brutal, yeah. And and I don't know what his thing is, but like they, when he kicked the guy and like kicked him sideways real hard, but I kind of dug it. I thought that yeah. was kind of cool because it felt more comic booky, but still really like gritty and and hard. I like the first fight where he's like behind the wall, yeah, like, shadows fighting, and it's him and, and anarchy. Um, right? and, yeah, anarchy, yeah, but yeah, like it was. I think all the fight scenes were done really well, and you get to see Oliver go be a little bit more dark again, like mm-hmm. starting to kill some people again. It's like, okay, yeah, I thought that was uh, which again, I don't like because it's he's kind of supposed to be done with that, but he's in a place where he doesn't really have much of a choice, yeah. To well, me, like, like, the first time he really kills somebody in this episode was uh, because he was kidnapped as the mayor. And then he re- kind of sort of revealed himself to the dude. He's like, because he tells him, he's like, if you hit me one more time, I'm going to kill you. And then he pops it. He has, he has, you know, it's funny. He didn't hit him again. He didn't hit him again, but he still could not kill that motherfucker. He should have let him hit him and then be like, like, he should have like held his hands like that and let him punch him. And like, I warned you. And then like. And, and that's what he did. And he just, he says explicitly, he's like, sorry, nobody can know my secret. And breaks his neck even though everyone knows his yeah, like, there's, you got like 12 people probably that know his secret but it was I thought it was uh, all, particularly the fight scenes I thought were really really well done yeah, so I enjoyed I hope, them feels so, like they're kind of going back to the roots a little bit I hope yeah. to see more of it, it was especially really, Clinton coming back in now yeah to the fold. it was um, up close and like it was up close and brutal and just really kind of like in there I'm excited for Curtis to get trained yes I think it's really cool it's gonna be so bad it's, um, he's gonna get his ass kicked and I thought overall, though, like the tone of it, I thought it was really well done. Uh, even the performances were better. Yeah, the villain's good. The villain's good. Tobias Church played yeah. by, uh, well, fuck if I can't remember his name, uh, but he played uh, Tyrese. Tyrese. Was it Tyrese. Tyrone. Tyrese. Tyrese. Tyrese in Walking Dead. Uh, he's just in the first episode. He's imposing. He's yeah, he's intimidating. He just he's. Considering he probably doesn't have any powers. Yeah, like, he feels like a legitimate threat. He's he, a good, was, he was a good brawler. Yeah, and he right. goes like full into like he he goes searching for Green Arrow. He wants to kill Green Arrow. Well, I mean, his theory, like oh, his theory, his, his idea makes sense. It's what a lot of people do. Yeah, like, Green Arrow is he, the big dog in the house. And, take out the you take out the top dog and you replace him. So he's trying to become the alpha, and it's just that's the best way to do it. Let's let's do it head first and. And he goes it didn't in, really work as well as he thought it worked okay. No, but he's still like, even whenever he was trying to escape and then uh, Ollie uh, goes up there and, excuse me, and uh, starts beating the shit out of him in the helicopter, he mm-hmm. he goes at him with it. He, he keeps going back and forth and 
eventually knocks. Uh, He's had some training of some sort. I don't clearly. Know. Probably not League of Assassins, but probably another group <clears throat> somewhere. Um, and I thought it was cool. We got to see our first glimpse of uh, Diggle. Yeah. Before he comes back, because I mean, we one he, we know he's come back. One, he has a new helmet. Mm-hmm. Uh, two. So does this mean he's going to have two teams now? No, I think Diggle is going to join the team. So he's going to have. So it'll be Curtis Wild Dog, Diggle. Curtis Wild Dog, Diggle, Ragman. That's right, Ragman. And then uh, Artemis. Yeah. Uh, along with Overwatch and Green Arrow. Yeah. Um, and apparently, uh, Curtis is going to be a double threat, man. Yeah, he is. Go in there and kick some ass and disarm the bomb in person. I'm excited to see him in full costume. I think it's going to be cool. Well, I feel like that'll allow Felicity to have a different aspect of the show other than just sitting in a fucking chair. Yeah. Because it's like, well, she's not needed because Curtis is on the site. He can do that stuff on site. She's not needed as much. So she can, like, honestly, like, if she took over, um... Whatever it's called now. I don't remember what it's called now, but the, the corporation. Oh, uh, Palmer Tech. Yeah, if she took over Palmer Tech, Palmer Tech again, like got into that position again, she could do that way better now because she doesn't have to be there all the time. Exactly. I think also, um, it was weird, they had a reveal at the end of the episode where she's dating uh, Yes. random cop number cop, one. Cop number one. It was, uh, it was interesting because like they showed the dude earlier in the show and he talks about, he tells the captain that he should bring back... Uh, uh, Detective Lance, and uh, he tell, uh, and that's all we see of him. And then all of a sudden, at the end, they make it like it's a big reveal, and then he's, there he is. I'm like, okay, who the fuck is this dude? Yeah, well, like, why do we care? Dude, like, obviously, it's just it's just the fact that she's seeing someone else. I guess, but it's still it felt weird that it was like a it was like a re- big reveal. Yeah, and uh, they also revealed the the Black Canary statue. Yeah, that was kind of cool. Here, that was cool. Um, <clears throat> I mean, it's it's cliche. I don't like. Did it look like she was smiling super big? Yeah, like really like big. That it was at all. weird. Like she should just been like, just real straight face and maybe a slight smirk. But it was uh, yeah, it was kind of weird. But uh, I thought uh, again, like last season, I thought Lance, uh, Detective Lance, did the best job as far as performances. Uh, generally throughout the uh, The season. emotion at the end, man. Yeah, and yeah, I thought he did really the, good. And the speeches, like, back and forth, like, Oliver's Mayor's speeches are good. Um, him talking to Felicity, or uh, <clears throat> Lance talking to Felicity. Uh, or no, Thea, sorry. Thea, yeah. Talking to Thea about, like, you know, we have to move forward. We have to do what we can to help the people around us. And I mean, it's just funny, like, he does that. She goes, and then... It's worthless, essentially. She realizes now more than ever that I don't want to do this. Yeah. And it's probably never going to put the suit on again, so. I do know that uh, apparently uh, Colton Hayes was seen on uh, on set, so apparently he's going to don the suit one more time at cool. least. I'm excited for that because I always enjoyed him. Uh, but yeah, so Arrow uh, season uh, four, season five premiere, really solid. I really, it. really good. It definitely, he, I, I will say, this premiere episode was better to me than the entirety of season four. Yeah. Um, It'd be cool if um, Colton Hayes came back as part of the team for a little bit. I would like at least a, a few episodes. Yeah. I would enjoy that. It'd be cool if that... Oh, you know what? I would rather see him join fucking Legends of Tomorrow. I was just thinking as soon as you said I was like, it'd be kind of cool for him to join. Like, like, they, they need an archer. They do. 
Like have him join them. You know they could do. They could go back and get Connor Hawk, uh, Connor Hawk from uh, the Star City uh, twenty sixty six. Oh yeah, is that what it was twenty sixty six? Twenty forty six. Twenty forty six. Whatever. Whatever. I think it was forty six. The year was. They could go back to that time and grab him from there. Yeah. I think that'd be cool. But yeah, I'd like, because I'd like to see uh, Colton Hayes on the show more because I enjoyed him. I think it'd be cool if they grabbed him and took him with them. Yeah. Like, because he's not just an archer. He's got that strength mm-hmm. from the. the and he still has Mirakuru. kind of like the traces of Mirakuru. So he, he would be able to. Because uh, they took the most of it out of his system, but it, it still has trace amounts, I'm yeah. sure, or it's still affecting his physiology. Uh, that'd be kind of cool to see him on Legends. I kind of think that'd be fun. Um, but yeah, so uh, but jumping in, jumping into uh, the DC film universe, yeah, uh, Asa Butterfield, uh, best known uh, from Ender's Game, and that's the first one you go to. I don't know why that was the first one I go to. What was the other one he was in though? Like the big one? I can think it was Hugo. Hugo, that was it. That was I, a big fucking movie. Uh, but yeah, he's in those movies. Uh, he is hopeful to snag a role in the DC extended universe. It's funny because like he was initially the front runner for for Peter Parker. In Civil War, uh, and then I guess he did a Reddit AMA session, and he uh, was saying, talking about the casting process, and kind of implied that he was in the lead to gain that role, and they, they dropped him for it. Yeah, they just yeah. recently did that with, uh, I think we talked about the le- in the last episode, some boxer or MMA fighter also oh, had a role in the Spider-Man. Yeah. He talked about it a little too much, and they dropped him from the movie. Uh, the Marvel's very fucking serious about that stuff. Yeah. Um... Butterfield also said he wasn't too keen on playing Robin, uh, which I can understand because I don't think he wants to get casted as the kid. kid. And my question is, though, uh, is if they did that, which Robin would he be? My assumption would be Tim Drake. Yeah. I don't imagine Damien. See, he's he's small enough to be Damien. Is the only thing I was thinking of. He is tiny. small enough, but he could be Tim Drake too. But because true, you had. I always think of Drake as the older guy. Until we until we find out Damien. Well, the problem, exists. With, yeah. The problem with it is, is we don't know that much. We don't know that much about Batman. Yeah, where he is in his life. Like we know all. The we don't know if he is. We know Bat- so much lore about Batman, but we don't know where this Batman is in his life. Yeah, we don't know if like, he's known Rachel Ghoul yet. If you met Talia, if, if I assume that's all happened already. I would assume so. So I mean, I assume, it would make sense that Damien does exist in the universe somewhere, but I don't know if we'll ever see him. Yeah, It'd be cool. I mean, if, if well, I'm sure they've already done that. So Jason Todd would be out. It'd be cool. So he played like a young Jason Todd. That would be interesting. But I think it's probably way past. I they, still think. Joker is Jason Todd, and they're just bullshitting with us. They could be just bullshitting. I fucking we, hope we won't find out until we much later. But it would make so much more sense. And people, to me, that way, people can't really complain about the Joker because it's really, not the Joker. It's not really the Joker. It's yeah, um, Joker Todd. The other option <laughs> I, some people said on the in the article in the comments, they brought up uh, Billy Batson. Yeah, uh, if they wanted, because you'd have to age uh, age him up a little bit because he's younger, or um, Asa Butterfield's older than the character Billy Batson is. So they'd have to age him up a little bit, which I imagine they're going to try to do anyways. Um, so have kind of a teenage version of the character. That'd be kind of cool to see that. That'd be cool. I still love in the comic books the whole um, the scene. I forget what book it is. I think it's in the Injustice book, but like where he goes home. <laughs> like he goes to home to his parents' house. Oh, yeah. And has Shazam. And his dad's like, are arch, you forgetting something? He's like, yeah, I just, I just like it. Shazam! <laughs> <So> <laughs> Good night, Dad. Good night, son. 
Um, but yeah, so I think uh, there's a lot of because uh, he's a good actor too. So any role, I think any role he wants to pretty much be his, yeah. except for Spider Man apparently. Pretty much. Um, I'm just trying to think of who would be best for me to see him play. Um, and you have to jump right into. It. I mean, the first thought is always Robin. Yeah, because he's. I mean, if he was a little bit taller, then I'd say Nightwing. He's too young. But that's my thing. Is he's, he's too young but too small. Like he's not the right size, like height. Um, <clears throat> the only other character I can think of, if he's if he's really honestly dead set not playing, uh, Robin. Robin um, it's hard because I mean it's it sucks Kid to cast Flash. him. Yeah, it's, Wally. It sucks to cast him this way because he's so tiny, like because of his body's type. But you have to with those characters. But yeah, like Kid Flash. Flash, Beast Boy. Beast Boy would be awesome if they put him in like a Teen Titans, Teen movie. Titans movie or something. That would be fantastic. He'd be perfect. Yeah, absolutely. For Beast Boy. Oh, that'd be fun. Um, yeah, not really. This one isn't really news. Sure it is. <laughs> but it's, I thought it was funny enough to include. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson took a couple shots at DC in a recent interview promoting uh, Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. He's in that? <laughs> when, uh, yeah, he is. Interesting. When uh, Collider Steve Weintraub uh, was interviewing him, he was wearing a Superman shirt. When he apologized for wearing it, Jackson dryly stated, if you want to be in that world, that's on you. He also said uh, when Weintraub pointed out how crazy it is that fans argue over the two different worlds and ask why both Marvel and DC movies can't be good, Jackson quickly replied, isn't that a question that people at DC are asking themselves? I don't think the Marvel people are asking themselves that question, Uh, which he's not wrong. Yeah, I mean, not to say the Marvel movies are perfect. No, they're not. There's a lot of flaws in those Marvel movies if you pick them apart. Mostly Iron Man 3. Yeah, but they are fun, and they are good movies. Um, They they do a lot of good aspects to them, even though they may not be the best movie. They may not be the highest quality movie. Yeah, there's a lot of flaws, but they're solid movies. DC so far has put out nothing but Eh. convoluted... Messes. Yeah. He uh, was quick, though, to uh, seriously reply. Uh, I think there's room for everyone to exist out here. He said the fact uh, is the fact that it's not working or doesn't work or people want a specific thing, that's what makes the movies the movies and the audiences the audiences. Hopefully DC will make one of those movies one of, those, one of these days and it will be as big as a Marvel movie. And, I mean... The problem is, is DC's trying to catch up instead of taking their time making a solid movie. The fans are there. They're, they're not going anywhere. Here's the, th- the best thing they can do is make a solid movie and let the fans come. And that's the thing with like, they're, yeah, like he said, they're trying to play catch up and they don't have to. What they have right now essentially is a gigantic cheat sheet. And they've, yeah. Because and they've they, got a really good cast. Cause they the, really do. Because at this point they do know what works and what doesn't work. Because we've all seen the Marvel movies so we know what works what doesn't work. DC has the exact same information, so but instead of them using that to their advantage, they're just like, well, we have to get to Avengers quick. So, so fuck it, we'll just make Justice League. So fuck yeah. everyone else. Fuck everybody else. Um, Hopefully, the movie that makes that jump will be The Batman. Hoping so. The Batman. Uh, ben Affleck did confirm that title, uh, but said that he might change it. Um, but I did actually just read recently that he, uh, while well, he did go into some details saying that the title was confirmed that he is working on the script and as soon as there's any information to give, he'd give it. Uh, I guess he backpedaled on it and 
took away the confirmation of the title and took away that there hasn't been very much work on the script. Uh, which sounds to me that he said it and the Warner Bros. like, hmm, maybe don't maybe don't put that out there yet. Uh, so it sounds like he's just kind of doing some coverage. Uh, Try to understand what he should have said it to begin with. Yeah. Uh, but uh, he was also asked why Deathstroke is, the perfect, uh, is perfect for his film. He did say, he's a great villain because I just had an instinctive feeling that he would match up with him well. You know, I'm a big admirer of that character as well, especially in the New 52, the way that they did Deathstroke. And I thought that, that it would that it could work. Um, he's not wrong. Deathstroke no. is probably... I mean, we talked about this before, too. Deathstroke is probably the most evenly matched. Uh, do they have similar training? Um, similar, Honestly, similar fighting styles. It's, it's just Deathstroke uses different weapons. Yeah. And he has an intent to kill. Yep. Like, I love that he uses a sword and a gun. Like, close combat and distant combat, like, it's perfect. Yeah. I, Batman doesn't. <laughs> he really just uses his But fists. Batman does beat Deathstroke most of the time, yeah. so. Well, that's because of his intellect. Yeah. If he had different weapons, he'd beat him faster. It's just the fact that he uses his brains and, and some, some batterings. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I'm excited. I, I, I won. The idea popped into my head is that... Uh, if I remember right, every movie that Ben Affleck has ever directed has been nominated for an Oscar. All of them? Yeah. Gone Baby Gone. Yeah. Uh, Argo. Mm-hmm. The Town. I think it's actually all he's ever directed. Probably. I'm almost sure there's another one in there, but I can't quite remember what yeah, it is. Remember. But in any case, I know, uh, I'm that, pretty sure all of his movies, if not three of the four. Um, well, he had done one that he wrote. That, that, that he won. That one little one. The tiny one. Uh, tiny. You may, you may have heard of it. It's got a couple big actors in it. <laughs> but, uh, so this could be the first time we get a Batman film that is nominated for an Oscar. For the film. Yeah. I, I, just because it's a Batman movie, it probably won't. No. But... If it's that quality of If it's movie, that quality, and besides that, I mean, if we're ever going to get it, this is going to be the time that we're going to get it. Never, never going to get it. Sorry. <laughs> um, uh, so why don't you uh, go ahead and tell us the Suicide Squad? Do I please. have to? Yeah. <sighs> Sorry. You're reading. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. <laughs> um, anyways. Yeah, um, as we all expected... They're releasing an extended cut of Suicide Squad on December 13th. Hooray! Here's the thing. One, I'm going to watch it. Yeah, I will too. And buy it. I probably will eventually. The problem that I have with it is that I'm worried that this is going to become a thing Marvel does. They put a subpart. What did I say? Marvel. Oh, I'm so sorry, Marvel, if you're listening to this. They, um, yeah, they don't need to make it a habit. They don't even DC does not need to make this a habit because they already did it with their with uh, Batman v Superman, and they're doing it now with this. They they can't release a subpar version of a movie in theaters and then release the better version on DVD. That's one is not canon. It's not the theatrical cut is always canon. Yeah. So it doesn't matter what you show in the extended cut. It's not going to make a difference. All it does is make them go, why didn't you do why, that? Why didn't you? That's exactly whenever you watch uh, Batman v Superman, the yep. Ultimate Edition. They were just like, 
why the fuck didn't you just release this in theaters? Well, it was too long. You tell you what, though, it flowed better than that two and a half hour one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Suicide Squad's releasing Syndicate December 13th. Thanks for the stage direction, by the way. Yeah, I gave him a stage direction. <laughs> this. Sigh. Sigh. Thanks. I put sigh because I was just so fucking irritated I when know. I read that. In other news. Other news. Uh, Beauty and the Beast had their first official image. Um, it was obviously Beast and Belle dancing. Uh, appears that Disney might have had image, images removed from it. Yeah. That was interesting. I saw that, too. And the, the picture, I liked the... I enjoyed it. It, was, uh, it, it looked good. Shirt, essentially. Yeah. Um, I'm stoked for it. I don't care. It's like my favorite Disney movie. So. Fuck yeah. I do. I'm so stoked because, one, me and Michelle were on our way back from Greenwood today because I had to go to the doctor. And uh, we're on our way back from Greenwood, and uh, she played on her on the radio on her uh, from her phone um, the Gaston song. Yeah, and uh, I started laughing. I was like, I can't wait to see this in the in the live action movie. And she said, she asked me, she's like, do you think they're gonna have the music? And I said, well, I said the one screenshot they released that showed LeFou and Gaston was uh, them at a bar, and it looked like Josh Gad was singing. Which she if be- you have, if you cast Josh Gad. It's he's singing. singing like that's my thing too is, is Emma Watson came out and said like I'm so excited to sing those songs yeah so yes they're not doing the Cinderella thank god and actually putting the music in the movie the only movie I would be okay with them taking the music out of Mulan yeah they made they're making the Mulan live action movie make a man out of you that's, that's gonna ruin no, it I would love I would be music, right. I love the music in Mulan only if B.D. Wong is still playing I know right but that's the thing. Is like I would love the music, but it makes sense to take it out in that yeah. movie because I hope that movie's darker. Yeah, it needs to be. But it um, with Beauty and the Beast, I think uh, one she was excited because she didn't realize Josh Gad was in it. I'm so excited. I, I love Josh Gad. Yeah, uh, and him as LeFou is fucking perfect. Perfect, perfect cast. Um, but I don't I mean, know if they're gonna do music for Lion King. They didn't really do music for Jungle Book when I heard. Like they, had they did snippets. a little bit. They did a little, they did a little bit. bit. But they, I'm well, they did a whole Bare Necessities, which is fine. Like, and, I heard uh, they were going to do that whole song. But yeah, the King Louie song. Everything else is kind of pushed back, like little snippets here and there. But, um, but yeah, so it's it's it, it, it looks good so far. The the image that we saw. Um, so hopefully they stick to it. Hopefully, I'm I'm excited to see what they do with it. Uh, War for the Planet of the Apes. Hooray! Uh, they released the official synopsis and a little teaser trailer, which is actually kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, uh, with some dialogue from uh, Caesar. Yeah, and they also announced that the first trailer will be released at New York Comic Con. Wasn't that the right one, or is it a different one? That was different one. Which one was that one? John Wick. Oh, yeah. Um, That's what I was thinking of. We just watched a couple of these back-to-back. Uh, War of the Planet of the Apes, so the synopsis is... Uh, uh, in War for the Planet of the Apes, the third chapter of the critically acclaimed blockbuster franchise, Caesar and his apes are forced into a deadly conflict with an army of humans led by a ruthless colonel. After the apes suffer unimaginable losses, Caesar wrestles with his darker instincts and begins his own mythic quest to avenge his kind. As the journey finally brings them face to face, Caesar and the colonel are pitted against each other in an epic battle that will determine the fate of both their species and the future of the planet. We know the future of the planet. Yeah, we know. It's it's very... I hope this series, however many movies they make, ends with Caesar staring at the Statue of Liberty. It's got to, right? In the sand. That's what I want. It's got to. Yeah, I want him to be... On the on on the island, 
and staring at the half buried or, or crumbling Statue of Liberty. Has to, that's how like, it honestly, it's cool if, like, if the, during the fight, like, it broke and you just see it fall and land, and that's the image we see. That's got to be it. Oh. Anyways. But anyway, I'm excited for this because I love the first two. They're, they're so Loved good. them. So good. I still honestly get chills thinking about the scene in the first movie where you sell where you first shells no. Oh my god, I do. Every... And I love they did it perfectly. They they left it completely blank of ambient noise. Yeah. Because I remember watching that and it's just like, no. And you're just like, what the fuck? It just it was it oh was god. perfect because it's the you got the same feeling you get in that moment. And you see even like in Tom Felton, he didn't have to say any fucking words. And you knew exactly. You knew exactly how he felt. Oh god! Um, it was it, that was such a good movie, and I remember. I even liked it. I got a little bit of chills at the very end whenever he releases him to the redwood forest, and he's like, uh, and he's like, "We can go home," and he's like, "Caesar is home." It's like, oh, he can string a sentence together, and then and then he just talks all the time. It's, it was, it's it was broken broken English, but it was good. It was oh, yeah. uh, all both of them. I love that they use sign. Oh yeah, and it's, and it's so good because I like watches like, this and I like they, they didn't want to speak English. They didn't want to speak the uh, language of the humans. Yeah. I thought that was so fucking. Well, not only that, but it's a tactical thing. Like I don't understand why they don't teach more people in a military sign language. I know it seems dumb, but like if you're 10, 15 yards away, I mean they have their own signals for certain things they do, and that's fine. Right. Those are easier to remember for them. That's great, but they could still have a full conversation back and forth mm-hmm. and, and sign. And not say a word. Yep. And just be perfect. Like they, I don't know. That's just me. Um, another trailer that was released, uh, teaser trailer, was Pirates of the Caribbean: Dead Men Tell No Tales. Um, was that Javier Bardem? Yes. Okay, I thought so. Who is he playing? Uh, Captain remember. Salazar. Salazar. That's right. Uh, he's so polite. Yes. Will really, you tell him that, please? Will you tell him that, please? He's okay. so creepy, though, right? I know. Like, his face, like, flying. His hair looks like he's underwater constantly. Yeah. I love that. And I thought it was also cool because what it reminded me of was um, his character from No Country for Old Men. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought I was like... So, oh. so did they take the same gold from the first movie? Because that's what it feels like. It's got to be, right? And then they're searching for him to figure out how to lift the curse. Maybe that's it. I wonder, just because... Or, I guess we can just read We have it. a synopsis. Yeah, we do have a synopsis. I'm read it. Uh, thrust into an all-new adventure, a down-on-his-luck Captain Jack Sparrow finds the winds of ill fortune blowing even more strongly when deadly ghost pirates led by his old nemesis, the terrifying Captain Salazar, uh, escape from the Devil's Triangle, determined to kill every pirate at sea, including him. Captain Jack's only hope of survival lies in seeking out the legendary Trident of Poseidon, a powerful artifact that bestows upon its possessor total control over the seas. So not anything about so, the gold. So not like that, no. Uh, in any case, though, that sounds pretty fucking cool. I'm excited. I was. I need to watch the fourth one again. Uh, I just got so bored. I'll tell you, what, when I watched the... Even reading the synopsis for the fourth one, I was like, eh. And then watching the fourth one, I was like, eh. Yeah. So this one, I'm excited for. The, the synopsis looks good. The trailer looked good. Uh, so I, I We're have supposed to, to get Bloom and Knightley back. I heard rumors that they might be back. I just heard it was supposed to be like because they're supposed to do like two more. Interesting. So there's a rumor that they might come. Well, back. I heard like I heard that Davy Jones was gonna help like Davy Jones, like his replacement, obviously, really the right, was gonna help him fight Salazar. 
It's hopefully they do that because that'd be and so cool. And then Knightley could help Jack with something else, I'm sure. Yeah. Wink, wink. Yeah. Uh, Jurassic World Two. Yay. Yeah, I. You know what, man? Like, we talked about this the other day. Like, I enjoyed Jurassic World. I, I thought Jurassic it was a World. really, it's really a cool fun movie. Fun movie. But it was hyped way the fuck up. And it's got it, honestly, it's got a lot of problems. And I don't mean just like small plot holes, like big plot holes. It's just weird. And I don't like the campiness of parts of it. Yeah. Like I understand Chris Pratt's in it. I get it. It's funny. Sure. However, I honestly, why not let the T Rex and and the fucking Velociraptor at the end just wink at each other? Oh my honestly, god! I know. Just <laughs> good job. Like. <laughs> I really, like, honestly, was expecting Chris Pratt to yell, like, you're my boy, Blue. Like, honestly, why not? You've done everything else. You might as fucking well. It's a reference. Yeah, it, that was kind of weird at the end. Like, I, okay, here's the thing. I was fucking so whenever, like, the Indominus Rex was, you know, going out there attacking the Velociraptors, I'm like, fucking hey, get them, Velociraptors, kill them. And they're getting thrown down, and she runs off and goes to get the T-Rex. Because, I don't know, maybe it was just me, but, like, I forgot about the T-Rex the entire time. Get my head. T Rex. At the in the movie, I was like, I was like, at the review, I was like, are they not going to show a T Rex in the movie? Seriously. Yeah. And like, that's I kind of like coming. The, I was like, that's the staple of this movie. But then by the time it got to the end, I was like, okay, I guess maybe they're not. And she runs there, opens up, as she opens the game. I'm like, oh fuck, here it is. And that's See? that whole that nostalgia critic thing came into me, where I was like, it's a motherfucking T Rex. It's a motherfucking T Rex. And I was like, oh shit, son. And it, it went, I was really expecting the comedy part though. Like instead of them being like, good job, essentially, and walking away, is like the T Rex and the Velocir- and the Velociraptor work together. They take out the Indominus Rex and it gets pulled under the water. And then the Velociraptor kind of looks up the T Rex. T Rex just eats it. <laughs> like honestly, like. It makes more sense, and it's still funny. But it was, I thought, I thought how it played out was fine, except for how it was, like, it was very clearly, like, they might as well have winked at each other. Yeah, like, they might as well be like, hey. You did a good job, good kid. Job. Here's my jersey. Here's my jersey. <laughs> but it was. Mean I, Green shows up. But I enjoyed it. I'll go see it was the second fun. one. I, I like that movie. I like um, it. it was a lot of fun. Biggest problem I have with that movie is that the ant, played by... The, the, the main girl. I don't remember her name. Uh, it was... Uh, no, it wasn't just Chastain. It was... Uh, God, what's her name? Howard. Ron Howard's daughter. Yes. Bryce Dallas Howard. Yes, that one. She, her, she was awful. Like, she, she did a good job. She did a good job. I'm saying... Like, the, the character, character was like, just not like I don't mind her being the, the aunt that doesn't understand children thing. That was fine. I hate it that she grows and grows and grows and grows. And she's an aunt. And then now she's working with it. And they're all working together. Very end of the movie. It's like, they, she doesn't even say bye. She just fucking bolts. Yeah. It's like, okay. And Pratt does too. Like, both of them are just like, bye. You're not going to stick around. See you later, I guess. You're not going to talk to your family. You're not going to make sure everyone's okay. You're just going to leave. Yeah, there were some problems with that movie, but I, I overall enjoyed it. And the second like one, uh, I'm gonna look. I'm looking forward to. They uh, have a new director for it, though. Uh, his name is uh, J. A. Bayona. Uh, I think I think stands for like Juan Alvarez or something like that. Something like that. Uh, but he directed uh, a couple episodes of Penny Dreadful and The Orphanage. Yeah, um, I've seen The Orphanage. I've never seen it. I, I have I have a problem watching a horror movie that's uh, uh, in subtitles. 
Yeah, it's hard. Uh, just because it's, and it's nothing against, like, I'm like, well, I speak American. That's why it took so long for me to watch Pan's Labyrinth. Like, I wanted to so bad, but it's like. I that one I actually got through on the first go. Never well, I, I usually get through, no problem. It's just a matter of, like, I got to sit down and read. And, like, it's, I know it sounds See, that was, stupid. Well, it was weird. It's like, it's I, like I can't, because my problem is, is I like to watch movies when I'm eating. Mm-hmm. And I can't do that with subtitles. Same thing with the anime. When I watch anime, like, if I'm watching an anime, it's only in, Japan, in Japanese and it's, and it's subbed. I can't do it while I'm eating because I'm trying to eat, read, and watch is hard as shit. I'm getting old. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's uh, but I tried. I have to watch a horror movie that are that's uh, in a foreign language. And like I said, it's not because I'm like fuck it, I speak American. It's it's more because I like to look at a movie. I don't like to read a movie generally. Yeah, I, it I watched, takes you away from it. Like yeah, you you have to read it fine, but it does take you out of the movie a little bit. And I watched. Um, you know, like I watched Pan's Labyrinth, I've watched uh, Passion of the Christ. I watched some, and I, yeah, they're usually pretty good. But I like the idea that I like to watch a movie than not, you not know, read a you movie. You know the hardest one I've ever had to deal with? Hmm. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. I never watched it. So. Main reason being, it's hard to watch a movie in the theaters when your dad has to repeat the entire movie to your mother <laughs> because she can't read English that fast. <laughs> now when it came out on DVD and Blu-ray it was in English subs or dubs that's good so I was like wait it came out the original release new release brand new had English dub and I'm like you couldn't do that in theaters that's why I did it in theaters so yeah like literally we were in theaters and my dad was whispering the entire movie to my mom and I'm like this sucks I don't even want to watch it anymore I fucking love that movie but it was just like that ruined that experience for me um but yeah, yeah uh, but uh, the original director uh, uh, is uh, a Colin uh, Trevero. Trevero. Um, and he did say he did a Reddit AMA. Uh, he said, it will be more suspenseful and scary. It's just the way it's designed. It's the way the story plays out. I knew I wanted Bayona to direct it long before anyone ever heard that was a possibility. So the whole thing was just built around his skill set. Nice. So it should be interesting to see if they do one that's actually scarier. That'd be good if they did like a creepier version, mm-hmm. like like a uh, suspenseful. Throw uh, they might have to throw a couple of jumps here. As much as I hate jump fine, scares, but, but it works. you need to throw a couple in there. My my thing is, I want to be reminded of the first movie when the kids are running away from the raptors in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. All, all the whole of it, like oh, not just thing. that. But anytime they're hiding from the Velociraptors, it's like you're. It's suspenseful. You're waiting, and then last second something saves them. Yeah. Or or they get away, or they do something. Like that's what I want. You didn't really get that with Jurassic World. No. A couple times you did, very slightly, and then it never talked about it. Like when when the kids are by the the kids are by the car, mm-hmm. and then Chris Pratt them show up, and the T Rex, or the the Dominus Rex shows up. Kind of the same, not really, um, but that's the closest we got to it. Yeah, and I would love to see like a suspenseful version, as much as I would like to see a suspenseful version of of fucking Resident Evil. I would love to see a suspense thriller one that's not an action yeah, movie horror fest. Like it's like action. It's like there's zombies. It's supposed to be a horror movie, just like the games are supposed to be horror games. Have you seen each other for seven though? The game? Yeah. Oh, I know. It looks so good. Like, that's my thing about, like, 5 and 6 is, like, they're not suspenseful. They're not horror. It's literally an action movie into a game. Like, in 5, you're riding around in Louisiana, Louisiana swamps, like, with a fucking boat going from place to place, which is cool that you can do that. 
but they're zombies. They can't chase you down. Yeah. You're trying to be quiet. Um, I, got, I don't know. It makes me mad. Um, Anyways. Mulan. Speaking of these, but we were talking about Mulan. Hey, yeah. There we go. Uh, the Disney live action remake will be released November 2nd, 2018. Too far away. Yeah, it's too far away. I can't wait to see that, though. It's, well, it's about average. Two years. Yeah. For a Disney movie, they usually announce But they've been talking that. about that for years, so they're yeah, going to do it. I'm excited. But in any case, I, I can't wait to see it. Because one, Jungle, I hated Jungle Book, the cartoon. Love the live action one. Yeah. So I'm excited because I, I really love the, uh, the cartoon of Mulan, so I can't wait to see what they do with the live action one. Yeah, I'm excited. It'll be interesting for sure. Uh, American Gods, they're going to do release a comic series based on Neil Gaiman's book. Uh, that will be written by uh, P. Craig Russell and illustrated by Scott Hampton and published by Dark Horse. Nice. Um, should be an interesting... Uh, yeah, I want to read the book. I know you got it. Yeah, I got to finish um, it up. and uh, I, I might pick up the comics too then. Yeah, absolutely. Because I know the story is pretty cool. Oh, yeah. So far, dude, I love it. So I'll put, I might put that on my pull list. Uh, John Wick Chapter 2 had a new trailer. Uh, it was, I mean, just a teaser trailer. Just a little teaser, yeah. It's pretty much just telling you there's going to be a trailer at New York Comic Con. Yeah. <laughs> he's trying on a suit. That's yeah. about it. Uh, or trying to, he's getting fitted for a suit. I'm, just, I'm excited for the new one, though, because I yeah. love the yeah, first one. Yeah, I heard one. this time his cat dies. <laughs> um, and his cat's name's Keanu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's I in that movie. I still want to see Keanu. I he's know. in that movie. Yeah. I know. I want to see it so bad. Um... Yeah, but they're also doing the Power Rangers. The new the trailer will drop at New York Comic Con. What? I'm so excited, dude! I can't even hide it. No, 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 no. Uh, but I, I'm I'm gonna be giddy for a fucking week. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, strange thing, but Universal has now optioned the rights to make a movie with Scott Stuber. Uh, and Dylan Clark producing via Bluegrass Films for Gears of War. Yeah. I've never played the game, so I have no stake in this. I just think it's not going to be a good idea. I've played the games a little bit. Uh, I need to go through and play them again since 4 is coming out next Tuesday, or this Tuesday. Um, I just don't know. Like, that's a hard story to pull off. There's a lot of stuff going on, and a lot of backstory, and a lot of history. I worry it's going to be another... Resident Evil series where it's just filled with action and no storyline. Hopefully they don't do that. but Because the characters are awesome. Like, Phoenix and, Phoenix and Marcus, like, Dom. Um, rather, yeah, Phoenix and Dom. Like, they're great characters and, and their bond is so good. And they could do a lot of cool things with it, but I just don't know what they're going to do. I'm, I've been of the mind for a long time that the less uh, video game movies they do, the better. Probably. I mean, because uh, we all know how much of a classic Blood Rain was. <laughs> Ooh, ball. Oh, poor guy. Um, yeah, I mean, Dole Dragon, Super Mario Brothers, yeah. Prince of Persia. Honestly, that was probably the closest one to being good that I could think of. I heard it was still shit. Oh, it was. It wasn't. I mean, it was still crap, but it was... Closer than anything else I can think of. The Hopefully, Assassin's Creed proves us wrong, but I don't think it will. Look like it, yeah. Now, I heard there's supposed to be a Tomb Raider movie coming out. Like a new yeah, one with a new cast. Say. New one with a new cast that might be following the games a little bit more. The, it, well, I heard it's supposed to follow the newer games. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Like um, 
might be I, I, rumor. I, hope, I hope that it's not a not a, an origin story. I want it to be an adventure that she has between the two games. That would be so much better because they could do free roam. They could do whatever they want as long as it's about an artifact of some sort and there's people chasing Did her. Did you down. say free roam? Yeah. Like they have like free uh, free reign, sorry. <laughs> I like, have free reign. I like that video game. Yes. Speak, generally in a movie, it's pretty they have, linear. They have free roaming. Um, no, but they have free reign to do whatever a they story want. Story arc. Do. They don't have to worry about it being specific to anything from them from the games, other than they could talk about them being on that island, and something happened to you on that island. It changed you. Now you like going into tombs. Are Instead, you Oliver Queen? Yeah. I'm just uh, saying, because like in the that's right. what, no, I that know. line was so forced in the first game. I don't know if you played. Okay, so there's a line in the first new game where she falls into a a tomb, and she says, "I hate tombs." I was like, "Oh god, they they went." There. Ouch. Yeah, it's so forced. I mean, it's fine. It's a good line, honestly. It's funny. I guess. But it's just like, oh, you couldn't have thought of something else. Um. Apparently, uh, at least for, they got the actress that played in Jason Bourne, the new one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but apparently, uh, originally the one of the front runners was Daisy uh, Ridley. Interesting. I would have, she fits the part. I would enjoy seeing that. Yeah. Uh, there's also slight news. Hooray! Uh, the Blade Runner sequel Hooray! has an official title. Hooray! John, since you've seen the original and you love the movie, why don't you go ahead and tell us what it's going to be? Blade Runner 2049. It's a really lame title, dude. Really lame title. You know it's based off a book or a short story. Yep. Not really a book. Do you know what the title of that book is? Do Androids yes. Dream? Yes. More? At, at night? No. In the morning? You had it right. You had the first half right. Do yeah, I knew it. I knew it was Do Androids Dream. Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep. That's it. Yeah, we, I know we talked about Blade Runner uh, prior in a couple episodes ago, but... Um, saw that on there. I thought that was, it's a lame title. It but, is. Hopefully they change it. But I mean, they've or, got the original cat. I mean, well, they got Harrison Ford and the movie's just really good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can have a, title you can have a shitty title. Shitty. And then the movie's great. I, I see it being at least fun. As long as they kind of, I want them to make it original, but I want them to play towards the original fans a little bit. Like that'd be great. Like, I hope it just makes sense. That's my worry, is that they're going to take this original story arc and change it. Because obviously, the book is done. The movie was based off the book. Not, not much else you can do. It was complete. It hit the end point. So it's like, they can't do else or do anything else from the book. So it has to be an original idea. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Because I've heard that the um, all the people that are involved know what they want out of it. So hopefully... They get it right, and I don't have to worry about it. Um, that's it for news, really. It is. But I do have one question for you, John. Don't, don't ask me this. I've got to ask you. Don't ask me. What are you watching? Your mom. Um, really, I haven't been watching anything, to be 100% honest. However, tomorrow, I will probably be watching Supergirl most of the day. Because I want to get caught up for the DC weeks. Yes. It's gonna be hard to keep watching all these shows. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm haven't really been watching a whole lot, mainly because I haven't really had time because it's been a lot of work lately. After yeah. The, after the camping trip, I I worked four days in a row. Like literally, we got back Sunday. 
I went to friend's grandma's house for dinner, came home, slept, went to work, and essentially I'm working. I'm essentially working twelve hours, not really, but because I'm but I'm getting up at I was getting up at six six thirty, getting ready for work, leaving for work. Had to be clock in here at seven thirty ish at the latest. Get there by eight, work there from eight to five, and then leave there at five and come back and clock out. Usually about five thirty. So I mean I'm. 11-ish hours, like 10 to 11 hours of being awake and working, quote-unquote. So that's four days straight. So I know, and I know, and I work, I'm off tomorrow, today, I guess, and then I'm off Friday, and then I work Saturday, I'm off Sunday, and then I work four more days in East Washington again. Yeah. Pay's good, though. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's overtime. Uh, yeah, it's, it's been kind of hard. I had that whole week off last week, um, and but I've been working all week this week, and uh, it's been kind of hard, but we, uh, my and Michelle's internet went out. Uh, apparently, there's like a tree fell, or I don't know, they didn't really explain it to us exactly what went down, but something went down. For something happened, and all right, we didn't have any internet, and recently we got rid of our dish or satellite, and so we had, we've been watching just Netflix, Hulu, uh, Sling TV. CBS app, uh, HBO app, so everything required internet. So we've been renting movies the past few days. Um, so watched. Um, I'm just gonna stick with the newer ones we watched because it makes more sense. We watched Central Intelligence. How was that? Funny. Good. I enjoyed it. Uh, Does that make you more excited for Jungle Book? No. Not Jungle Book. I know what you meant. Though. Jumanji. Jumanji. No, it doesn't. Okay. Um, I think Rock and uh, and Kevin Hart are going to be really funny together, but the movie itself, I, I'm not excited for. I'm excited for it. Um, I probably won't see it in theaters. But I'm so excited for it. And it's funny because uh, uh, I was worried that they were going to just have the Rock play what the Rock usually plays, which is just the buff action guy. But they didn't. They did a lot like with 20, what they did with Twenty One Jump Street. Yeah. Where you expect Shane Tatum to be like the straight, just buff, tough guy. Same thing. He was like almost like the jackass of the movie. Um, it was really funny. We also watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows. How was that? Better than the first. Cool. Uh, it was what it was supposed to be. I want to see it. I, I saw the first one. That's kind of what I felt. It's, it's okay at times. But this one's better. That one, they have an actual actor playing Shredder. Um, you know, they should have stuck with William Fitchter to play him. But in any case, uh, in the suit that he wears, looks like a Shredder outfit. Cool. Um, it's uh, way more fun, which is what it's supposed to be. And I, I, it's actually weird. Uh, I watched it, and it was shortly after, just yesterday actually, where I ran across this thing. Online, we talked about how don't let a uh, a critic or uh, you know Rotten Tomatoes or whatever make up your mind for you about a movie. Give a movie a chance. Watch it. Make up your own mind. Don't be a sheep. Yeah. Um, the only thing I do is if it's a movie I'm not sure about seeing in theaters, I'll look up reviews and see how well it's doing. 
And if it seems like it's not getting great reviews, I'll probably, unless I have just a huge desire to watch it in theaters, I'll probably wait till it comes out. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, in theaters... That's a lot of money to spend on a movie that's probably not... Really, then if you have a strong desire to see a movie, go see the movie. Oh, I will. And that's the thing, like, uh, you know, uh, a lot of people have heard, you know, they they really hate the turtle, the first turtle movie, and I totally get it. I understand why. Um, I'm with you on it because I thought it was meh, but I don't think it deserved as much hate as it got. I feel like there's some stuff they did really well. Uh, and then there's stuff that they did. One thing they did really wrong in it was they did not let William Fitcher be the fucking yeah. shredder. Uh, it, it, I'm still not huge on uh, Knoxville being Leonardo's I'm, I'm. I liked it, though. I didn't. I hated really? it. I, I liked it for some of it. Because there was a couple parts in it where I was like, it needs to be a solid voice. And if it's this new guy that's just doing the capture, I don't know what his voice sounds like. It could have been great. But I don't know. Like if they would have done it and it would have been awful, then I would have been like, man, I wish I had someone else doing the voice. Now they did uh, in this one. I could hardly tell. It was there's times I could tell it was Johnny Knoxville, but from I heard, yeah, it's heard it's hard to tell who it, who it is. Yeah, it's and it's so it's better, it's more bearable. Yeah. Um, this one is more fun. I mean, they have a lot of fun with Rock, uh, Bebop and Rocksteady. Um, Krang is in it. Yeah. Uh, Shredder, obviously. It's and Casey Jones is in it. The only problem I have is like Casey Jones made him a cop. Yeah, that's what I heard. I like that. It was not even a god like, cop. He is like a he works for the was corrections it, department. Was he a male <laughs> No, <laughs> but it was uh, it was it had had a lot of issues, but it was it was a lot more fun because the first one seemed to try to take itself way too seriously. Yeah, this one was like fuck it, which is funny because like a lot of people's favorite moment in the first one is in the elevator. Yeah, that's one of my favorite parts when they're actually yeah. acting. I think it's what they kind of based um, off though. Like, I think my biggest problem with the first movie, I know Joe's. Joey, my roommate, his biggest problem with it was that they learn martial arts from a book. Yeah, that's a big problem I have with that. That's just pictures. It's not even like in-depth dialogue about how you become a martial artist. Of course, you can also get around that maybe by saying that, um, I mean, the mutagen that, that goes through them, I mean, it accelerates them. They get They become gigantic humanoid turtles. I mean, maybe they adapt well. And they learn quicker and they go deeper into it than what we see. Um, Yeah, my biggest problem with the movie... Was Robot Shredder? No. Was the Foot Clan. Oh, using guns and not really... Being mercenaries. Yeah, they were... They're not a ninja clan. Why call them the Foot Clan if it's just a gang? Like, yeah, get it. Okay, it's just a gang. Fine. It's a mercenary group. It's stupid. They're ninjas fighting mercenaries. It should be ninjas fighting ninjas. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, that was a peculiar choice. This one seems to be a bit more remedied this time around. It's A lot of things that were problems in the first one were seemed to be sort of repaired in this one. Um, but, yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. I thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, and I think that's what really counts. Did, they, they, did, they, bring, did they bring donuts? <laughs> no. Wanted to be Tokon Razor this time. Tokon Razor. Mother's Day. John, I gotta ask you another question though. Why? Because I have to know what do you recommend for these fine people? For these fine people? For these fine people, I recommend. Be nice, they're our fan. Fuck. Fine. I guess I'll be nice. I guess I'll just since it, since I'm reading it and you've already read it, I guess I'll just do it. Uh, the Injustice comics. Uh, I have finished year one, part one. Um, 
It's badass. That's it. Now, uh, if you've played the game at all, the Injustice Gods Among Us, essentially is the precursor to that game storyline. Uh, it kind of takes place before, in, and after um, this, the game storyline. However, if you get past year one, then it goes into a, a brand new story arc. So maybe we'll see more of it in Injustice 2 when the game comes out. But as of right now, um, the comic books essentially where I thought it would end in, in that part. Uh, yeah, Joseph let me borrow the first eight books. And I am done with the first one. So seven more to go. Uh, but they're real quick reads and they're really good. The art's awesome. The storylines are good. There's some corny stuff in it, but there's some really dark, really fun stuff in it. And it's it's hard to get through some of it because of its it's like it's not who you're used to because it's an alternate universe. Mm-hmm. But it's like Did he just do that? Did that just happen? Did this person just do this? Did that person say that? Uh, I love it. Like I love uh what was it? Shazam's talking to Aqua Aquaman. Aquaman's like, come on, Billy. Like you have you, because Shazam's trying to figure out what's past the, the tidal wave, the tsunami, and, and Aquaman's like, come on, come on, Billy. Like you, you're supposed to have the, the whatever of Solomon, wisdom, wisdom of Solomon. Use use that. He's like, no, it's not possible. It's a myth. He's like, yeah, coming from coming from a boy who lives in the body of a man given to him by a wizard. <laughs> like, yeah. it's like, yeah, okay, that's funny. Fair enough. They do that kind of stuff though. They have that little bit of humor. And then move on, and it's dark. Really dark stuff. Oh, I love it so it's, much. Um, yeah, that's a really good series. I enjoy that one yeah. a lot. Um, what do you recommend, Jake? Oh, what am I going to recommend? I don't know. Well, I'll go ahead and I'll recommend um, Supergirl. Supergirl. Uh, a lot of people told us that uh, whenever it starts out, it has trouble picking up. Which is sort of true. It's kind of it. You can see it's trying to find its groove, but the way people talked about it said it was kind of unbearable for the first like six uh, episodes. Oh, I didn't find that to be true. I'm it's a about, little slow. It's a little slow, but not unbearable. And she doesn't find her character until probably fourth episode, which I haven't watched yet. Yeah, because so. we watched three, right? Yeah, we were up to yeah we were up to three. I'm up. To, I'm up to now like I think episode eleven. Um, but it's it's a solid show. I really dig it. Um, not as much you know, not as much as Flash and Arrow, but I really do enjoy it yeah. quite a lot. I'm hoping I'm excited to see them all work together. Like the that crossover is gonna be so much. Apparently, fun. they the in the Flash's uh, the first episode of it in the Flash's crossover. Apparently, at one point there's like 13 characters in costume on screen at the Jesus, same time. That's awesome. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Um, so yeah, that's my recommendation. Uh, if you guys have any questions for us, or you guys have any recommendations for us, you want to... Or if you just want to hear our opinions on stuff. Absolutely, yeah. Because even if we haven't watched it or seen it or whatever, we'll, we'll do it. We I can... Yeah, whatever you have a question for, whatever you want to hear our opinions on, if you have any suggestions for us to read or to watch, anything like that, feel free to drop us a line. Our email address is real. What were we talking about at gmail.com. Uh, my Twitter account is at TweetyMcTweet11. John? I am at JD Slevin thirteen, and you can always like and uh, like and share and subscribe on our Facebook. It's facebook.com slash real. What were we talking about? Uh, be sure to subscribe on there because we will be doing a live cast here soon. Yeah. Um. So keep an eye out for that. 
share the page, share our Twitter accounts, share this uh, podcast. Share the love. Share the love. Help us to hashtag get the word out. So until next time, I'm Jake. I'm John. What were we talking about? Peanuts. Peanuts.